I'm Brad. I'm Justin. And I'm the Cinemaiden. We're just three friends scattered all around the world to chat movies. Watching new movies. We are the Cinema Guys. Welcome to the show. Welcome to a new episode of The Cinema Guys. Hola. If this is your first time in, welcome. If you're returning for another episode, we love having you back. Love it. This week we are going to talk Joker. And we are also going to talk our favorite movies from those who have played jo- the Joker in movies. Yeah, and we didn't get shot at the theater. <laughs> we didn't get shot in the yeah. theater. I, you know. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Wore that flak jacket for nothing. And of course, Are we allowed to make that joke? I don't, I don't know. know. It didn't know. happen, so I think so, right? <laughs> it's not like we're done in the dark night. Know. There was so much like panic about it. See, I think I would just immediately go to the floor and pretend like I'm one of the other dead people. Well, you got me too. Uh, but I think that that fight or flight like reaction happens, and sometimes the best decisions are not made. Correct. I'm with her. I just usually feel like it'll all work out. It'll all work that's, out. That's how that's how you live your life, Justin. That is how I live my life. So far, it's all worked out. Just like having the cinnamon in Korea to yeah, record these episodes. That's exactly it'll how all I thought it was going to work out. out. Yep, it'll all work out. Well, before we jump into top this, I want to say come out to the Esquire Theater, October 25th. Yeah. We're going to have Big a stuff. screening of the horror movie Candy Corn. And Which then, apparently people really like, man. It's got traction. I really enjoy it. People are excited about it. We are going to have a Q&A with the director, Josh Hasty after mm-hmm. this screening. So and he will have candy corn. You- <laughs> will he? Yeah. Will someone have candy corn at the showing? They have br- The to. pink and brown ones. You know what? Someone might. Maybe I'll just show up with candy corn. I'm just going to Amazon Prime you candy corn from okay. Korea. No, oh, I will uh, take it in. And the bottom of the screen of the Esquire just there. Like candy <laughs> corn provided Being by. Being as talkative as you normally are at those live events. You know, I just don't like talking in front of people. Come out October 25th at 9.30. We always have fun at these screenings and the Esquire is always awesome. Yes, Esquire and if you don't make is it to the, always awesome. If you don't make it to that screening, just go to the Esquire anyways, because like we said, they're awesome. They always they're have awesome They're playing the showings. Joker right now. You could go see it. They are. They're playing quite a few horror movies for October. And they yeah. was doing a lot of They're doing a lot cool of cool screenings. stuff lately with like older films and such. So let's jump into a little top this. I jumped. I landed. So this episode's top this is going to go along the Joker lines. There have been now what? This is Joaquin Phoenix is the fourth person to play the Joker live action theatrically because we didn't we're not counting Mark Hamill in our although a lot list. of the art so it's been ridiculous do you follow a lot of art things on the Instagrams I, I follow some like everything every artist oh, everything ever has is Joker been doing the new Joker but a lot of them have been putting Nicholson's Joker Leto's Joker Heath Ledger's Joker and then yeah the cartoon the animated Joker is always making it and then there's another one that I don't know that keeps making it too it might is it Gotham 
the Joker from the Gotham series. Oh, I I've bet been seeing. It is. I've been seeing a lot of that too. That because there's one that would like the hair is a real light light green. And it's yeah, that, uh, maybe that's it. Everything's just faded I don't, more. I didn't watch the Gotham show, yeah, I so I don't know. I watched the first two seasons and then gave up. Yeah. So our top this is our we're we're just doing our top one movie from each of the four Jokers. So we got Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger, Jared Leto, and Joaquin Phoenix. And our favorite movie that those guys were in, not counting their joker films which of those which of those jokers was your favorite they're all so <sighs> different yeah they really which are is... i guess i'm pretty partial yeah but if you had to pick i'm one. pretty partial to jack nicholson's just because i there was that movie was such a big deal when i was little and i know a lot of people love heath ledger's his his joker was fantastic but i think i'm with, I'm with justin i think jack just is a little bit above because the first one I saw, no. and I thought you he did a young. fantastic you, like job. Two when those came out, yeah, I was a baby. Who, who's yours, Jack? You guys are old. One. Jared, Jared Leto's your favorite, isn't it? Ew, it's Heath Ledger. <laughs> no. Obviously, everyone her age loves. Yeah. Everyone her age it is loves Heath Ledger. Those, I'm not surprised. Loves those Dark Knight movies. I don't love the Dark Knight movies. I just think that Heath Ledger was a really good Joker. I think that, but I think he was a good comic book Joker. I think if you had a real life Joker, I think that. Well, and it also depends on who you talk to, because if you talk to older people than us, they'll be like, well, the Joker is not crazy like you guys are making him. He's just a silly man. They want to think of the Adam West ones. Yeah, they want to think of uh, Cesar Romero who played him in that. They're like, the Joker was just a a clown. He wasn't this crazy, sadistic. And it was just silly. That was my old person voice. Hey, what, what are you <laughs> doing these days with the old jokers? I mean, come on. He's a villain. So who do we want to start off with? Let's start off with... Uh, we'll just go in like the order that they've come out. Oldest. Well, Jack Nicholson. All right. Yeah. My favorite Jack Nicholson the Jack, role Jack ever. Nicholson role. All right. I'm going to go with... I was trying to think of a good quote from it, but they're all inappropriate for our podcast. So I'll just say the movie A Few Good Men. Ooh, you can't handle the truth. Yeah, why didn't I say that? <laughs> I don't I was know. The ones I, mean, I was thinking were like bad to say. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. I want the truth. Do you want me to have the court reporter read that it is, back? I don't need it. Read it back. I can't do a Jack Nicholson. That, I can't. That that one. I can't. That's a good one. Jack Nicholson. Tom Cruise. I can't do a Jack Nicholson. <laughs> it's fine. Can you do Jack Nicholson. Anyone? I I am not. It? I just Hold don't. On. Did you say I'm a few like good men? Men Jack is Nicholson fine. Fan. Yeah, it's but a it's great you, know, movie. you know why she said it's just fine? Because she's old, young. She's, no, she was like two when it because, was, came out. Because Tom Cruise is in it, and she doesn't like Tom Cruise. And I hate so Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise. Your hate for He's him cheap. is enough to not like Demi Moore, not like Jack Nicholson, not like Kevin Bacon, yeah. not like good movies. I mean, I like all of them, but yeah. Well, I guess I you wanted Lance Corporal Dawson to die. <laughs> Real cool. <laughs> sure didn't. Why don't you just sure get a, not. Uh, some soap and some socks and beat someone to death, okay? Uh, that's aggressive. No, this, they put something in his mouth and he asphyxiated. Uh, what was the soap in the... It was a full metal jacket, the soap and the, and the socks. Mm. All right, Cinemaiden, Jack Nicholson. I'm not a huge Jack Nicholson fan, so this was quite so you hard. you went with... You're, you're as younger, good as it gets. so... Yes, I went with as good as it gets. That makes sense. I like that movie. That's the one with the dog, right? Correct. 
Yeah. I, I really enjoyed that movie. Vern. Vern, I, I right? It's pretty good. Uh, pretty good Vern. So I'm interested to see what you think because so far I don't think any of us have picked a young Was Jack he Nicholson. considered attractive when he was younger? Was he like a hottie when he I was think younger? So. I think so, yeah. He was a good looking guy. Yeah. Ah, no. I think it's just because I have him as creepy in my head now that like all I see mm. when I look at him is just creep. I can see I that. I mean, this makes sense throughout generations, but that look that he had when he was young, like so people thought Bill Murray was attractive when he was younger and he had the same kind of look that like really flimsy, thin hair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kind of look like that the, was the kind, kind of, of receding little like hairline. Yeah. Didn't Han Solo have that though too? Uh, yeah. Oh, Harrison Ford Harrison was Ford, like but, super I mean, hot though. <laughs> Like he's still hot. Dude, Harrison Ford was standards. super hot. Uh, Jack Nicholson, I would definitely say, has aged well. I think he looks good still. I mean, not Harrison Ford good. No, and I don't think anybody Harrison can Ford age Harrison yeah, Ford. Harrison Ford is yes, yeah, still soups. No, no one can age George Clooney. Oh, George Clooney. I bet Brad Pitt will be the same way when he's old. He, oh, they're gonna be like, "Why is he still twenty? Because I'd do it." Yeah. Because he's still hot. Brad Pitt, he, he isn't he in his 50s? Probably. He's yeah. got to be. He's got to be. All right. So my Jack pick is a little bit younger. And it is... Chinatown. No. Oh, man. I was trying there to guess There is a here. sequel to it coming out here next month. The Shining. Uh, oh. The Shining. Is it a sequel? It is a sequel. Yeah. Because he's Dr. Sleep. older. It yep. looks dumb. You think? I think yeah. it looks pretty good. It looks, like I, it looks mixing like a superhero movie with the scariness there's like a group yeah. of people who yeah. all have the shining and they, they do have the shining powers with the shining yeah oh, it looks like superhero movies yeah don't, don't I, you think so i think it kind of looks so superhero-ish I thought the first part of the trailer i was like oh this is cool this is yeah. cool and then i was like oh there's a bunch of them and they all are what like they look like it was doing a superhero thing have you read the book no I, I mean, the Shining you know book? I don't read books. I don't think I've no, ever Dr. read Sleep. a Stephen King novel. Except for, sorry, The Gunslinger. I did read that. Okay. That's it. That's the only thing I've ever read. His books are just too scary for me, and they're too long. And so, yeah, The Shining was my last one. All right. Mine. Who's our next one? Our next would be... Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Going. Heath Ledger. You want to guess mine? 10 Things I Hate About You. Knight's Tale. Brad is correct, but you would have been my second choice. I love 10 Things I Hate About You. I think it's actually a really, really well done movie, and I always I really like that movie. Julia that Stiles, Heath Ledger. Lords of Dogtown yeah. would, have, would have actually been. Oh, that's a good that one, one, too. Really he was good. really good in that. No, 10 Things I Hate About You. I love it. Love him. My top one is also 10 Things I Hate Ooh. About You. I love that movie. Now it's well, 20 Things We Love About Someone. My top Aww. one is Night's Tale. Oh. Night's Tale is a great yeah. one. I, I really like one. That's still really a like good movie just to put in and it, Yeah, and just enjoy yeah. and not have to think about much. It's super fun. The beginning of it where everyone starts stomping. It's like... Yeah. Yeah. Alan Tudyk, who at the time I wouldn't have known his name, but he was is plays a great character. He's like kind of fun and and then yeah, it's uh, just a good movie. It's Paul a fun Bettany, movie, right? Who I yes. wouldn't have known his name at yes. the time either. Is Chaucer, William Chaucer. Anyways, yeah, yeah, a great movie. That is a really good one. All right. So next He died too soon. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Next R. R. would be everybody's favorite Joker. Jared Leto, in mm, favorite actor. because I know That's I know you overstatement. You all are going to say because, Suicide Squad on this one. Well, it's weird because immediately when you said Jared Leto, I go, "Oh my gosh, he's a great actor." Because I do think he's really yes, good. Yes, he is a good actor. But then when I started looking at his repertoire of film, I was like, "Oh well, 
It hasn't been in a ton, and I don't know him. He is from Jordan a ton. Catalano, though. Who is that? He's in that TV show, My So Called Life with Claire Danes. Oh, oh yes, yeah, yes. he was in My So Called Life. I did love My So Called Life. In movies, mostly he's done a lot of smaller roles, aside from you know like Dallas Buyers yeah. Club and so. so Justin, I, what did you uh, pick for Jared Leto? So I think this is against the rules, but I went with the Joker character in Suicide Squad, like. I kind of think he that was no my. Joker I don't movies. think it's the best role he ever did, but I thought it was really. I liked the look. I liked the look. I liked that they decided to do mm. something a little different with the character. Surprised they didn't pick Dallas Buyers Club. Well, he's because amazing. He's really in good that. in that movie. I mean, he is absolutely amazing in it. But that's mine, Brad. I okay. figured someone else would, and I really do think his Joker, at least visually. Is cool. It's a cool look. Now, what he... It's a very comic booky one. Yeah, it was. It was just different. You know, I thought, okay, yeah. we can get away from the, like, you know, cut a smile on your face. So, like, okay, this is <laughs> this was the gangster Joker. This was the one who's, like, kind of a little more badass and less sad sack. Okay. <laughs> less sad sack? <laughs> the Joker's kind of sad sack, man. That... Well, your, your mental illness is really making me sad. <laughs> I mean, it's not making me happy. That's what he wants, though. And Cinnamon Years was Dallas Buyers Club, you said? Yeah, Dallas that, Buyers Club. I mean, that's, a, that's a, a great job. movie. Uh, he, that Bo- probably really he, is his best role. Both he and Matthew McConaughey were phenomenal in that movie. Yeah, yeah for sure. No, but, it really is probably his best role. Mine is Requiem for a Dream. I think he's... I I mean, that movie, it's a great movie. It's a great movie, but it just gives me the heebie-jeebies every time I watch it. I can't picture that. Why? There's so many different parts of your arm to stick the needle in. <laughs> why? I don't understand why he did it. Oh. My, my honorable mention on that, that he wasn't in it a ton. I wanted to say Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. But he, he didn't have like a giant role in it. And Fight Club. Wear. Fight Club. He just gets yeah. his face beat in. So the newest Joker, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Will be our final I think the best... Pick realistic one. Oh, absolutely. Well, I was telling... Oh, well, I guess we, we're going to talk about the film, so we don't need to talk about it now. So, I went with a movie that is in probably my top 10 movies of all time. Gladiator. Uh, absolutely not, but I did like him in Gladiator. And no one likes this movie as much as I do. No one. I've no one. Met. No one. Well, if there's anybody out there listening that does, I, you need to let me know so I can pass this along yes, to Justin. Because, but the answer is going to be no one because no one likes this. I, I love Signs and I love his character I, in I Signs. Knew, oh, I knew dude. this is the one that you were going to pick. I knew it. I love that movie. I love it. So I just rewatched much. it about, uh, well, this month I was trying to do scary movies and that's in my scary movie How list. How do you not like that movie, Brad? Oh, it's so good. And he plays such a, he, Meryl is such a great character. Swing away, Meryl. Swing away, Meryl. Swing away. Like the first part of no. the movie, it started out so good and so creepy and so atmospheric, and then it just got dumb. Why? Where did it get Dude, dumb? It's so the glasses good. of water everywhere. The swing away. That's I, I the thought, best part. I, that's, all how, the things, that's how all, M Night Shyamalan movies work. Hated the it. Real signs. I hated. Not I hated signs. the ending of that movie. I did not like Swing it. Away, I did and not like, like it. The asthma because he closed his lungs and the water because it could hit. 
the aliens. Although I do think it's dumb yeah. of aliens to no. invade a planet that's ninety percent like or seventy percent water. <laughs> like, yeah, bad. They 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 started off making bad decisions. I mean, aliens in movies make bad decisions all the time. Yeah, or I mean, in the well, worlds they can't breathe here, so they die. Decision making bad. Number one is they try to go against people because we always win. Right. Humans. Meanwhile, the real ones are doing a good job. Well, we don't know they exist. They don't come around. They're like, yeah, that's a worthless planet. We don't need any of that. Yeah. Any we're just going to suck you know, all their we cows We don't want dry. any of that drama going on down they're, there. They're shapeshifters, we're so we don't know they're here. Our V-cut You're suits, right. <laughs> and we're going to keep going our V-cut suits. through the universe. All right, Sin Maiden, Joaquin Phoenix. Um, the Village. I love that movie. That So, I, so I'm going to pull adjusted also. It's going to be a tie between two. Just so you get two the in. Village, the, the, the Village. The Village. And Gladiator. Oh, mm. Gladiator's way better than The Village. I know, but I love both of them equally. The Village is another one I was sorely disappointed I in. I did not care for The Village. The Village? Oh, I loved The Village. I thought The Village was so cute. Gladiator. Uh, I did really did. like Gladiator. He was the, such a good villain. Comatose. The oh, yeah. historical movie Gladiator. Yes. Yeah, the historical. <laughs> Where that Spaniard <laughs> was best friends you. with Marcus Aurelius. <laughs> You. And brought down but then, an empire. But then I have an honorable mention of Walk the Line. Do I get to pick a movie? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to Justin. I told you. And everything else that he's ever been in. Well, my I told you. My pick is Walk the Line. Dude, I it's love such Walk a the good line. movie. I put a close watch on this. When it, um, no, he did a great When job. I first saw that he was cast as Johnny Cash and that he was going to sing, I was like, there's no way, yeah. no way he could do this. He Dude could pull this off. Dude knocked it out of the park. And he blew me away. Well, and I love that he actually sang the yes. song. And yes. Reese Witherspoon yes. was such oh, an amazing yeah. June Carter Cash. She was great. They both were great. So I think, that, I think that this proves that Joaquin Phoenix might be one of my favorite actors. I oh, love he's everything great. that he does. He got a little weird there for a while, but he's great. So do you have some favorites from the four actors to play live action joker you can go to we are the cinema guys.com and contact us follow us on that social media <laughs> just let us know what you think so let's jump into talking about joker this is the dc's they said this is not connected to Hold any so anything else i've heard that rumor but now i've heard that they're making another one <laughs> the room, yes. Another, the director, Another Joker. I thought this was well, a one-off movie. Well, yeah, this is not connected to the DCEU that they've done already. Right. Well, that and sucks. then the director. Why do they do this to us? I don't understand. The director said that this was just going to be a one-off, which is great. Great but idea. The movie's completely left open at the end to carry on, and now because because it's made a lot of money, they're like, well, maybe we could make a Joker no. too. No, they should leave, leave it, it how it is. So good. I, I yeah yeah. I actually before we get in, I thought it was great. I gave it four. Just gave it four. Cinemaiden gave it three and a half. Four. Ooh. And I also gave it a four. What? I what think has this, this happened I, before? I think this. I think the, this is the first. I know. I don't think I this happens very often. First. I think this is the first time we've rated a movie the same. I really really enjoyed it. I I did I, as well. I would the first thing I thought, I think the first thing I said as soon as I walked out is I liked seeing a superhero comic book movie with a different format than the one that we've been spoon-fed by Marvel <laughs> for a while. So, Not that that's bad, we've all liked it, but I'm like, "Oh, okay, a different take." So I you like. like your comic book movies to be more like Taxi Driver 
than to be like a Marvel movie. You know, more like the Watchmen. <laughs> you know, I love the Watchmen. I loved the Joker. No, I, I, I came out, I really like this movie. And it is, to me, similar to how Logan was, where you could strip out all this connection to yeah. Gotham City and the Waynes or anything else. And it, it would still be a good yeah. movie. And while it wasn't anywhere near as violent, uh, I didn't think it was near as violent as Heath Ledger's Joker. but Or, or as it was amped up to be before. But it makes it, it more yeah. hard because this isn't... And with Heath Ledger, you're still watching a comic book movie. Yeah. Because there's a Batman. And there's a there's a superhero in this movie. But in the one where in Joker, there's no superhero to counteract that. So it's like Yeah, this even is, though I'm not witnessing as many violent acts, this is definitely heavier and darker. This is basically the the kind of the rise of the Joker and in, in the so to speak, fall of Gotham City, because crime is starting to become a problem in Gotham City. But it isn't like hasn't taken over the city like the Gotham that we know yeah. in comic books or have seen in comic Was books. Was this supposed to be current year? No, it's set in the, I believe, the 70s. Okay, that makes a lot you know, of late sense. Late 70s, early 80s. I, mean, I realized it wasn't when I was like, there's no cell phones, but also yeah, like no. the kind of comic show that De Niro had. I was like, who's watching this anymore? <laughs> That's not No, it's, it, it's set in, it's either late 70s, early Does 80s. It say I don't, that I, don't... I just missed it? Or am I just supposed to assume? Yeah, I think, I think you're I think supposed you're to assume. Kind of assumed by the styles and the and this, and cars. So, and, and this the, makes, if you were to continue this story, this makes him, what, roughly f- 16, 17 years older than, than Bruce, Bruce Wayne? Wayne? Yeah. yeah. That's what but threw I me for a loop. But I think that's pretty traditional. The Joker was an older gentleman. Yes. He was never the same age as the Bat. And, and I, I did like, I think you mentioned when we came out, I liked that it wasn't the Joker that killed Bruce Wayne's parents. Yeah. Which that's only in certain stories. It, it depends that's on not, which yeah, it depends on which um, story you're you're now I think in the Batman Begins to. series uh, is it Glass Joe Glass? Joe what was his name? I think that is the traditional guy who did it. He was in Tim I Burton's it was Jack Glass Napier might be Jan who Brady's was the Joker. boyfriend and I'm just throwing that in here. I don't know what his name was. But then it was yeah, Jack Nicholson's Joker made it Jack Napier who killed the, the And then ba- Batman v Superman it was just some guy. I don't I don't think they gave him a name. But their mom's name was the same. It was, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> did you Why did you say that name? Martha. Why did you say that name? Cuz it's my mom too. Yeah. What if what if what if Joker's mom's name would have been Martha in the Martha. movie? <laughs> Love it. That would have been great. <laughs> Why did you say I, that name? I I did love that they like I almost got really mad at the movie when they they tried to make him Bruce Wayne's brother and oh, like yeah. Thomas Wayne was his up, dad. That would have been dumb. I um, was like, oh, if they go this way, like I'm gonna. Hate yeah. This did movie. you think for a second that they actually were? I did for a second. Yeah. I did. Yeah, and think I, for a second I, I was they the were. same way. I was like, I wasn't thinking I'm gonna hate this, but I was like, that's a dumb thing to do. I think if they would have gone that way, I I would have been like, that was just stupid. Yeah, it was poor choice. But I'm they didn't, which was really good. Back to the violence. When you're talking about the violence, where you didn't think it was as violent as say. Heath Ledger's Joker, but it was more of a, I felt a more grounded violence. This is violence that you could see happen, you know, just right. 
you could see something like this happen in the street or on the news or anything like that. It's not. Yeah. That's why I thought this, this was a really good realistic joke. One of the big complaints is that it paints people with uh, mental disabilities as hyper violent. And then one of the counter complaints I've read is that what the disability had was they purposely made it up so that it didn't reflect any real person's violent tendencies is having well, heard this, uh, is this but true? They, they made him uh, they made him very what I was think his, his diagnosis, diagnosis is he laughs at uncomfortable situations well and i think he has some schizophrenia like Tourette's. because he had Tourette's for laughter i mean he had some obvious schizophrenia because he things happened that he thought like the, the girlfriend when oh, right, you right, right. you know he imagined things Happening Did you know that the that whole time he, he was, was going imagining her? I didn't at first. I was like, oh, that's it's kind of odd she that gotta she's be crazy. with him. But then I know you leaned over to me and she, he, you're like, you think he's just making this all up? Yeah. And then when you find out that he was, I was like, yeah. yeah. The um, comedy club scene was where I was like, okay, he's not funny. They're not where he's him. Where he's telling the jokes and she's sitting there watching? Yeah. They did a good job of making it very uncomfortable. Like when he's at the comedy club, like taking notes, right. and then everyone would laugh, but then he would do his laugh yeah. really loud over everybody, which I I loved his laugh. I thought he had a great laugh. His laugh was really uh, good. Well, have, did you, uh, so I went home that night and just started doing a lot of just reading on the internet, but that was the hardest part for him, Joaquin Phoenix, was the laugh. The laugh. And he said he like sat down with the director kept doing the laugh trying to get it perfectly because he wanted to be able to do it and whenever he needed to and it was really tough i want to know how he got his body to look like that was it his body yeah no no it was his he he was so malnourished that he could only even film for a certain length of the day before he was so exhausted and tired he had to go back to his trailer kind of like how christian Bale did for the The machinist. machinist yeah no he christian bale's diet was an apple and a can of tuna Every day, that's it. That's all he had for one whole day. So I imagine it was something similar to that. But yeah, he said that he would get so tired because he wasn't nourished that he would have it, to stop. The way, the way he would like contort his body. his body with yeah. all yeah. those bones sticking out, it's just, ugh, yeah. it was very unnerving. Yeah. I could tell sometimes too, he either had gained a little bit of weight or lost more weight at different points in the film. Yes. Absolutely. Somebody asked me, oh, could I take my kid to it? No. No. But the thing no. is, I was like, so there are a kid that's already seen The Dark Knight. And I was like, I don't think it's as violent. I don't think you're witnessing as many heinously violent acts as you, like The Dark Knight can get pretty, but, like the pencil scene and some other things. I'm yeah, like, but oh, that's pretty. It's more of a realistic type of violence. Like right. getting bullied on was, the subway like, and I then shooting people. I think people. be bored most of the yeah. time. Like this is not, it's not an yeah, exciting no, it's, film for it. It's, it's not, not an exciting. It's not the Joker. It's like, the, it's just not like a comic book. This is a, a man with a mental illness who, for one, society is kind of, cast, cast him, him aside, aside. Right. like his social worker but this is a really like epically messed up i feel like that society though was way more violent they were on their on the cusp uh, yeah gotham's always been that way but yeah i mean his social worker you know you know they lost funding so i'm sorry there's nothing i can do and then he can't get his medicine and so he just kind of 
he's always been different even with the uh, you know he with the other clowns always made fun of him and then right he's, well, he he's was always just, been yeah. an outsider well and it was also a time in the 70s we were releasing people with mental disorders into the streets that was common yeah. like we can't I mean it can't do anything with you anymore so you just go because there were a lot of it that i don't think they really understood or knew what to do um, with so they're just yeah. like well did they, so i this was what i thought i had did you feel bad for him i did I, yes so i went i thought they did a good job of i felt bad for him up sympathetic until but not empathetic yes yeah that's a good i was way of saying i was that. very sympathetic to him but I was not. I thought they did a good job of making you not like him enough, or making his situation unrealistic enough to where you weren't empathetic. So you you yeah. could you could make a villain out of him, and not not a yeah. maleficent villain where you're like, oh, she's good, and I like hers too. It's like <laughs> I don't like him. I feel bad, but I yeah, know, I, I, I felt bad for him and everything that happened to him up until you know when he kind of really hit that breaking point. When he went on the talk show and he said, can you just, can you call me Joker? Where you knew at that yeah. point where he's like, you know, I'm just. I didn't think he was going to pull the even, gun out Even, I guess, before a... then when the two people he worked with, uh, the smaller person and the big guy. Yeah. And he just killed that guy. Did you think Dude, he was also going to kill jumped. the small, the little person? I, I, no. I wondered at first, but he's the one guy that kind of treated him nice. Right. So I mean he's he was basically going after everyone who treated him poorly. Yeah. So he killed his mom. He killed that big guy. He killed uh, Robert De Niro. I thought that stuff with his mom was crazy. Do you think he killed um the neighbor girl that he Ooh, liked when he yes I do because you don't see what happens. She he just goes into the apartment and she asks him yeah, to leave. I think he killed. I think he gutted her, man. But then you don't. But did she do anything wrong to him? Did he feel like no, she did I anything think, wrong to him? I, I don't think so. I don't so. think that matters. It does because he didn't kill the yeah, little guy. Yeah, but that was just a moment. I think it was that moment. I think it's all in the moment. So you, you think he killed her and, and her son? Guy, I don't know. I guess not. I guess I don't really think I that. don't think I that think he I'd killed like her and that. the kid. But you don't yeah, you don't know. So I mean, the guys in the subway when yeah. you know they're being mean to him. I mean, he accidentally shot one, but then he was like, oh, well, he you know what? Let's do down and shot. Yeah. I will say I was I was blown away and during the whole movie when you saw him and her together. I was no, like, I knew, I knew he got himself a girl. What the heck? <laughs> and then at the end, I was like, oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. Okay, like because when he like busts into the the apartment when he knocked down the door and just like grabs her and starts kissing her, I was like, wait a second. What? I know. I was like, all, Man, of, a sudden, got some- all of a sudden, he's like casanova although i did think at that moment like he kind of had an adrenaline rush and he's like you know yeah. what? i'm just gonna go with it and just no i knew so i i just also when i was just doing all this internet reading i i, I have i have gone complete dark since we saw the movie all oh, i actually, let sorry. it do is this just kind of uh internet read. this was a podcast that had nothing to do with with this movie at all but it was talking about the christian bale batmans and it said something that i think relates to this movie this guy was talking about one of his problems with some of the Avenger movies, some of the bigger superhero movies, is that the problem is always fixed by confrontation of the evil and, and vanquishing the evil. Yes. And the be- the brilliant thing about the Christopher Nolan films, especially in the second one, is that the Batman sees... I'm doing nothing by killing the evil villain every time because it's just creating more villains. 
and it's just mm-hmm. it's just recreating uh, the system over and over it's again. It's just a cycle so over and over again. So he has to decide yeah. that oh, I have to die. The I, I, the Batman has to die. And why you when you find him in the third movie, he is putting everything he has into orphanages because he thinks or in the real answer is oh if i'm going to change the system i have to start with all these children that are becoming the evil villains and basically finding young jokers and helping yeah. them and that's how he's going to really change it's not by killing the joker and i think this movie only uh drives that home like killing this man isn't helping anything in the city, but that's what the Batman and the hero in the comics want us to wants to do. And there's actually a systemic. Uh, there was counseling that we saw that went wrong. There was government aid we saw that went wrong. Yeah. There were government systems. Uh, how we treat our mental illness. Like it, it did a good job of showing you. Okay, you know what? If if in five years or ten years the Batman's fighting him, it's not going to solve any of Gotham's problems. Like Gotham has problems yeah. that aren't about Batman. I mean, it, it, it the had Joker. it had Gotham had a lot of problems pre Joker, but as that, the whole world does. Yeah, I mean, killing the main villain, you know, getting out, getting the president that you don't like out, or the dictator you don't want there, doesn't really change anything. There's there's system systematic change that has to happen. Wow, Justin. Way to get deep. No, no, no. It's just uh, that was uh, Peter Rollins. You should look him up. He's a good uh, theologian talking about that. Anyways, I I I think that's pretty good. I mean, that even speaks to right now, our world right now. Right. I think this this movie. Our friend Mitch, Mitch, he was talking about how he really liked the movie and how it kind of speaks to how our society is right now. Oh, it absolutely does. It even though it's set in the seventies, it's uh, very much this friction of a breaking point that our world is in right now yeah all we need is a joker to set us over the edge no, no we i'm do just not. kidding we i'm sure just kidding the, when he gets on the talk show i want to talk about did you think he was going to kill him like no so i thought he was actually going to do a jack nicholson and like gas every kill everyone in there in, in i didn't the, think oh, this was yeah. going to be just okay. just the guy i thought it was going to be i thought he was going to mass murder like everyone. snap and just like yeah. kill everybody well, i thought he's going to actually have a plan in place that was going to kill but everyone. see i don't think was joker ever really a, i don't know this was joker a mass murder person or was he a pointed murder person i don't think you could ever really pinpoint what he was he was just unpredictable yes that's what batman would always say this one i felt like was more predictable expect the unexpected is what batman the animated batman would say about the joker this one i feel like was predictable and like he was killing people that did him wrong and wanted people to look up to him yeah but so i don't when he, think when he killed the subway people later on he's reflecting on that moment and he says at that moment is i felt for the first time in my life actually free so while it yeah, started because he as killed killing, the people that were wrong. Well, I don't think that's why I think it started as killing for someone who wronged me. But I think in the act of killing itself, he felt this is what is freeing to me. This a reckless abandon of life, not just, oh, I killed a guy who did something bad. So and then <laughs> oh, when he guy. kills his mom, it was that next the next step. Well, yeah, she was holding him back, man. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just. Kind of more and more. She probably needed to not be breathing anymore. Get every. I mean, let's just lock her up. Say, but <laughs> all the uh, the toxic, so to speak, people out of his way. Because by the time he got that last person, yeah, the 
talk show host, which when he really was the last person that kind of wronged him in the movie, yeah, that he when he was riding in the uh, police car when they arrested him. It was very reminiscent of the Heath Ledger. Oh, you know, when he, Heath right. Ledger's hanging out the window, he's just kind of leaning up against the window. But it was very like, you could tell he was just yeah. like, I did it. I got through it. And then just seeing the chaos created outside of where yeah. he was at. And what's with clowns, man? <laughs> it and this. Clowns are making a comeback or something. Gross. I hate clowns. <laughs> oh, I wanted to say, so I think... I've been really into this. Uh, the, I don't know if you know, they just did this uh, study with these rats. And I'm sorry if you don't like rat studies, but. Did they, where they, did would, they paint um, them up like clowns? They had a colony of rats and they would pump in a cherry smell. And at the same time, they would do something to distress the rats, to give them fear. Oh, yeah. And they, I've and heard they of would this. keep doing it. And then the neck, all those rats had children and they got rid of the rats from the old experience. Now they had all their children and they did no anxiety thing. They just pumped the cherry smell in and all the, all these rats would have double the fear anxiety levels of their parents. And then they did it again with the third generation and the third generation when they smelled the cherry smell would have quadruple the amount of fear that their grandparents had who actually experienced the trauma with this idea wow. that our, you know, quote unquote sins really are passed on. So I thought one of the cool things of the film is that they did show that this is systematic from parents and from what parents do to, and probably what his grandma did to his mother. Um, who knows? Like that it keeps in and, and uh, one of the questions I've had when we were actually talking about that rat study is I don't know what the outlier is that says I'm going to break that system. I'm going to break this system. of, And it happens with depression. It happens with anxiety. It happens with financial, how we use our finances. It happens with how we treat our spouses and our loved ones. Like it's this passed on thing. And I thought I liked that they hit on the fact real quickly that his mom did this to him and it wasn't just i'm crazy for no reason yeah yeah do you see this is i guess is a two-part question can you see this joker i know they said it was a one-off but can you see this joker eventually meeting robert pattinson's i would kind of love that actually since i hope the bat the batman is supposed to be set in the 90s when i'd love it him to know time wise so he has that you know the comic book he had this obsession with batman yeah uh i would love him to have that in this too by knowing he's bruce wayne knowing it's bruce wayne that he has this brother connection in his brain even though it's not real i like i like this connection that he feels i guess the, the other question besides that could you see this not really being the Joker, but seeing the Joker as more of like the mantle of, you know, it, it this is, is something that moves on to the next person that calls himself the Joker or the next person like mm. this, this Joker isn't necessarily the, the Prince of crime that mm. everybody knows, but this is just kind of what starts. This I don't off. like that. I think this guy should be the guy. 
Okay. I agree. Yeah, I I, I, I like this. I like I but I also really love the idea of just a one off. I think that's so fun. Just make one movie. I like the idea of just a one off too. Uh, I, I do I do too, but money calls and this movie is making a <laughs> lot of money and it was left open enough to for them to be like, Oh, let's make another one. Yeah, they're gonna keep making whatever that makes money, you're right. But I don't know where Joker could go from here. Aside from a Batman movie, exactly. Yeah, like if you're going to keep Batman out of it, where could Joker go do you without like Batman? How much this movie flirted with the Batman story? Um, or do you want to? There you were want more. I did do. You want less? Did you want? There were parts where I felt like it. It tried to anchor it too much yeah. to that story. This is also a not amazing Thomas Wayne. No, he was kind of a jerk. He's kind of a he's kind of a douche. I mean, but I guess if someone's coming after your family, but you they were trying to set up that ninety nine percent versus the one percent thing. Yeah, yeah there, there were where there were times where I felt like maybe they they tried to anchor the Waynes and him his connection to the Waynes in it too much. But I know it's it it takes place in Gotham mm-hmm. City, and that's the story, and this is the Joker. Yeah. I mean, I guess in the end, it really is. The Batman story is about the one percenter stooping down to help those under him, right? Yeah, and I just don't think one percenters should exist like that. Our world makes them, man. It's a lot. A lot of people, a lot of so money. So, did we, did we decide if we like Robert Pattinson as the Batman? Do I I love you, the idea of I Robert, Pattinson Robert Pattinson as the Batman. a great freaking actor. I think he got- I agree. He got painted I with agree. A, I, I've said this on this podcast before. Kristen Stewart was the perfect Bella, but she's the worst actress. Like that, she her yeah. natural personality fit that character perfect. Robert Pattinson is an amazing actor who had a crappy role as Edward Cullen. Yeah, and that that's and, yeah, and that's all anybody knows him as yeah. is Water for Elephants. Yeah. Uh, there was that one where he was in the nine oh, eleven. Uh, I mean, he have you is, have you seen the previews for his new movie, The Lighthouse, with him and Willem Dafoe? No. It, oh yeah, looks, it looks. Dafoe amazing like he oh, is yeah. a really I brought it up. good actor I, I think he'll nail this he's in a he's a great actor so i'm not i'm not at all worried at all about him and i think he looks fine i brought up uh robert pattinson being the new batman to people here in korea and they were like that's going to be terrible he's edward cullen and i was like oh man mm. he's in so many other yeah, things though that are good and they stuff. didn't know anything else he had been in oh, you need to definitely culture them in film be like you know what there are, <laughs> are movies outside yeah. of the giant blockbusters I'm sure that's what they would say to me too, though, about Korean you films. You have a Robert Pattinson watch party. I don't with them. think they would. I think you've seen a lot, mm-hmm. and they'd probably be like, "Yeah, you know it all." <laughs> I don't think so, man. I, no, I'm I'm excited I don't for think his. his the, I, my guess is the rest of the world isn't as movie crazy as we are. Now that we have discussed this movie, where would you rate Joaquin Phoenix's Joker in the four? Live action cinematic jokers. Okay, let's see. Number two. Number two. Below Heath Ledger. Because I thought he was... Nicholson. I I know he's really only Joker at the end of the movie. Yeah. I guess I go Nicholson, Ledger, Joaquin, and then... The others. The others. (laughs) Jared Leto. (laughs) I mean, Lass is definitely that dude from the Adam West films. He's not better than Heath Ledger at all. Yeah, but I agree with Brad that he didn't get a chance to be the Joker until the very end, whereas Heath Ledger was the Joker from the the entire time. I don't think that's a fair assessment. I feel like you could actually, even if you put the two movies together, you could probably make a case that this one does lead into that one. I mean, you can make the case, I think, with 
taking this Joker leading it into most any of them since it it ends with yeah. Gotham City's fall and the killing of the Well, it doesn't really fit into uh, Jack Nicholson's because we see Batman create him uh, by dropping him in the true. vat of you that know, is crap. True. Yeah, but it it could lead it, it. You could make the case leading it into mm-hmm. the Nolan series. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. As we said before, it was was the first for the cinema guys. We rated it all the same at four, which is shocking. You have anything else you want to talk about the Joker? I think that's it. Joke's on you. Cinemaiden. That's it. All right, let's jump into the at-home recommendations. Oh, got a lot. A lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot. <laughs> like 40. I've been watching so much. Like 40. I've only... I've pretty much only been watching horror movies. What have you been watching? <laughs> two that I knew of. I saw two on your list. Which were what? Friday the 13th. Yes. And then Chopping Mall. Chopping Mall. I yes. I saw Chopping Mall. I'd, I had never seen that. Chopping so. Mall. It was really bad. The robots <laughs> were so dumb. It was it was semi-enjoyable. There's boobs and there's robots. There and lasers. definitely are those so thus far no horror movies without boobs thus far like most of them have been fairly new i've watched friday the 13th the original the first one valentine which was a 2000 movie with david boreanis and denise richards denise richards yeah harpoon i thought was a really good movie it's a like a horror comedy three people stranded out in a boat with some twists and turns in it mm. one called triangle which kind of I, takes place of around the These Bermuda are all the Triangle. Worst names ever: Triangle, Harpoon, <laughs> Killmonger. Well, they get even better. Rawhead Rex is my next one. I watched. It's an old movie from the eighties. Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> Crawl. I watched Crawl. That was a newer movie with the mm. alligator in the hurricane. Oh, is that brand new? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, one. yeah, yeah. How did you see that? Did you see it in the theater? It, it came out on uh, digital. Oh, geez. It did not it. last long. <laughs> no, it didn't. It wasn't in Holy theaters crap. very long. Chopping Mall, which you've seen. Why not? Was Crawl good? Crawl was... Yeah, I mean, I mean it, looked, it is what it, it was. stupid, Like they, they set it up as, hey, you have uh, some alligators in How a hurricane. How do they destroy them in the end? They don't. Oh, they just okay. get away. Oh, all right. <laughs> This one right here, this one I think you're going to love, Frankenhooker. Ooh, a prostitute. Frankenhooker. Yes. They were like, we got to put this prostitute back together. Let's use a bunch of different prostitute parts. A guy's girlfriend dies. So he uses a whore. He he uses her head and Hooker's body parts to bring her back to life. How naked is she throughout this film? I mean, there's some nudity in it for sure. I mean, it it came out in the 80s. And now, does she have the personality of her old self or of she hookers? has both? <laughs> oh, it kind of okay. it kind of jumps around. <laughs> Wait, she has both parts. So if you like personality body parts, then you're gonna get a hooker yeah. personality. So the next ones I saw were Hole in the Ground, which was really good. The Barn, yeah, it wasn't that great. The Banana Splits movie, which was really fun. You know who the Banana Splits are? No. It's a, it was a kids' movie from the '60s. They were like characters, animals dressed up. They sang songs like they did in the 60s. Mm, but this is a good. horror movie based off of those characters. So it was really fun. Cherry Falls. Um, Terror Track. Are you watching like one movie a day? 
I'm trying to. Terror Track with John Ritter and Brian Cranston. I don't Cranston. have as many as you do. And then last night I watched the Grindhouse double feature. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen that. Grindhouse double feature. So those are out of the ones that I have watched. My recommendations would see, be check out The Hole in the Ground, which you can watch on Amazon Prime. And Harpoon. Look for that one. I thought that was a really good movie, too, which you can rent. All right. So I have a couple of ones as, that are still coming out shows that just to remind you, you should watch. And then a couple of new shows I've been checking out that is also really good. The reminders is Righteous Gemstones. Keep watching it because it's amazing on, on uh, HBO. The Rookie, new season of The Rookie with Nathan Fillion, which I hate cop shows, but I love that show. You should watch. All the classics are back. The Modern Families, the... The Good Place, the last and final season of The Good Place. All the classics. Classics. Oh, is that playing? What's that? Is is the last season of The Good Place already yeah, done? No, no, well, no. It's it like just started. Uh, it's like a couple episodes. episodes oh, okay. Okay, that's what I thought. And then, but the new shows are um, there's one on Netflix. It's a Netflix original called Raising Dion. I heard about that. Yes, it is a single mother. Uh, Michael B. Jordan is in it creed single mom raising a superhero child and it's really good like it's a all african-american cast uh, it's really 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 well done uh, i like it i like where it's going i don't even know where it's going yet we've only seen two episodes but it's really good he likes where it's um, going but he doesn't know where it's going i like it though uh and then the other one is uh so there was a season last year and the brand new season just dropped and me and my children just cleared all two seasons and I really like it is Disenchantment from Matt Groin, the maker of The Simpsons. He has the animation. Oh, yes. Show. I, I watched part of the first it, season. It took me like two or three episodes to be like, what's this? But I really like it because it is a ongoing narrative that, that keeps going. And everything from the, the early episodes, it, it's just a running narrative. It's not The Simpsons that just kind of keeps resetting every episode. So it's really, really good. And the other thing that I think you should watch, because I just watched them the last two nights, is The Last Jedi and The Force Awakens. I forgot how good those two movies are. I, I really love liked, both of those movies. Yeah, I, I watched Last Jedi first. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot I like this movie. And then I was like, let me put in Force Awakens because I haven't seen that in a while. And I put it in, I was like, I forgot this movie is so freaking good. Force Awakens is just <laughs> yeah. fun. It was just so a fun watch, Star Wars watch movie. Star yes. Wars. Watch Star Wars. Watch, it's good. watch Star Wars, guys. Anyways, There's a new one coming those out. Those are Did my you know? recommendations for the at-home wow. viewing. Ashley, what do you got? I don't have anything. Come down. <laughs> I, I've been watching a lot of Friends. Oh, that's pop. That's back. That's popular again. Everyone's watching. It is. I just want to say, become a patron of the show. Go to patreon.com slash the cinema guys. We have a few patrons and we will sing you a song as one of the ways. Sing you a song. Patreon. Patreon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the cinema guys. We will be back in a couple weeks with. An episode on candy corn. Ooh. So until next time, maybe we'll see you at the movies.
I'm going to pull. The village. <laughs> oh, we haven't said the village in a while. The village. <laughs> that really angers me that you said that. Because you, you're going to do it. Yes. 